following is my conversation with Jordan Ellenberg, a celebrated philosopher, mathematician, and writer who I recently had the pleasure of having a conversation with. And as always, he's an interesting and engaging gentleman. This show is made possible through the support of Galvanoplasty Microgroove. Thanks for listening. Hello, Jordan. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No problem. So Jordan, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm a philosopher and mathematician. That's great. And what led you to pursue those fields of study? Well, I was born with a knack for thinking mathematically, so I think it was just a matter of taking the plunge and learning more about it. And then as I got older, I realized that philosophy could offer me some interesting perspectives on mathematics, which is where I've focused my research recently. That's terrific. <laughs> so Jordan, what do you think are the biggest challenges facing mathematicians and philosophers today? Actually, the biggest challenge facing both groups is figuring out how to connect their work with real-world applications. For example, mathematicians are working on problems that can seem abstract and disconnected from reality, but if they can find ways to apply their findings to problems in the real world, that'll really help advance their field. And the same goes for philosophers. They're exploring complex theories about the world, but if they can find ways to communicate their insights in a way that's accessible to everyone, that'll be a huge step forward. That's definitely true. And one of the things I found most interesting about you is your passion for gambling. Can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. Back when I was in college, I started playing poker, basically just for fun. And I quickly discovered that I had an aptitude for it. From there, I started playing more poker and eventually turned my attention to other types of gambling. And ever since then, well, not ever since then exactly, but basically ever since I started seriously gambling, I've been fascinated by the parallels between gambling and mathematics. For example, both activities involve making decisions under uncertainty. Both can be addictive. And both can be extremely profitable if you play your cards right. That's definitely true. So does that fascination stem from a sense of um, angst over one's losses or primacies in one's field? Is there any particular moment you can remember when you realize how closely gambling and mathematics share some common themes? Mm -hmm. I would say there's a definite connection between gambling and mathematics and software as they share some common themes. But there's also a lot of overlap between the two fields. Mm -hmm. For example, mathematicians are also interested in finding patterns in data sets. And so gambling is kind of like an extreme version of that process. But beyond just general similarities, there are also specific parallels between gambling and mathematics that I think are worth exploring further. For example, consider primacies in gambling. If you're playing poker or roulette or any other type of casino game, your chances of winning depend on how well ahead of the competition your opponents are. And that's exactly what happens in mathematics too. Everyone has to battle for supremacy against each other to gain an edge over their competitors. So primacies in both fields are really important. They give each player an edge over the others and help determine who gets to achieve their goals. That's definitely true. Uh, so do you think there's something mystical or magical about gambling that makes it so captivating to people? Or is it simply a matter of empirical evidence backing up particular theories? <laughs> I don't really know where to go with that question. But from what I've read and from my own experiences as well, gambling seems to hold a special allure for people because it taps into our most basic desires and instincts. For example, when we gamble, we want to feel like we're in control. We want to escape our everyday routine. And we want to make something happen that wouldn't ordinarily happen otherwise. All of those things seem quite magical to me. Plus, as pointed out earlier, gambling is really profitable if you know how to play your cards, right? So it seems like there must be something special about it if people are able to walk away with so much money time after time, even if they lose sometimes too. Ha ha ha. <laughs> That's certainly true. So do you have any final thoughts on why gambling and mathematics share some common themes? Do you have any theories or explanations you'd like to share with our listeners? 
Yeah, I definitely do. I think it has to do with the way that both activities involve making decisions under uncertainty. For example, if you're playing poker, you have to decide which cards to put down on the table. And that decision inevitably involves some uncertainty about the other player's cards. And the same goes for mathematics. Every problem you solve involves a certain amount of uncertainty about the solution itself. So by exploring those similarities, I think we can gain a better understanding of how gambling and mathematics work and why they hold such a fascination for us as individuals. That's definitely true. And I think our listeners would be interested in hearing your thoughts on that as well. Thanks for coming on the show, Jordan. No problem, Lexman. Thanks for having me. So if you're feeling anxious about your next pray mutual bet, Jordan Ellenberg has some advice for you. And it has something to do with primacies and gambling in and as always, if you have any feedback or suggestions you'd like to share, don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media or via our contact form. We always love hearing from our listeners. Thank you for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word about our show and gives our listeners a chance to give us feedback that we can use to improve future episodes. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of our latest news and updates, be sure to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. I'll leave you with a poem called Cancer by Rudyard Kipling. It's one of my favorite poems because it talks about the fear and feelings of despair that people experience when they're diagnosed with cancer. When cancer comes and takes you away, though you may have fought it with all your might, you will know that you have never been alone. For those who love you will still be near, yeah. and they will share in your pain and your fate, but though they may not understand, it will still be there for you. Mm -hmm. They will still be there for you.